Good morning. Today is Wednesday, the 9th of January, 2019. This is morning prayer from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer. I'm Jaka. The usual disclaimer is that I'm just a regular person. I'm not in any way a theologian or a religious expert. I'm glad to be here and to join my voice with yours in the saying of the daily office. Our readings for today are Psalms 121, 122, and 123, Isaiah 63, 1 through 5, Revelation 2, 18 through 29, and John 5, 1 through 15. We begin on page 76 of the Book of Common Prayer. We are using morning prayer right to From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name shall be great among the nations. And in every place, incense shall be offered to my name, and a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the nations, says the Lord of the hosts. Continuing with the confession of sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, We have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has shown forth his glory. Come, let us adore him. We'll use the Venite on page 82. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. 
Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord has shown forth his glory. Come, let us adore him. Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my from where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is bound firmly together. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. From there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Psalm 123. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress. So our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than its fill of the scorn of those who are to ease, of the contempt of the proud. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 63, verses 1 through 5. Who is this that comes from Edom, from Bozrah in garments stained crimson? Who is this so splendidly robed, marching in his great might? It is I, announcing vindication, mighty to save. Why are your robes red? and your garments like theirs who tread the winepress. I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples no one was with me. I trod them in my anger and trampled them in my wrath. Their juice spattered on my garments and stained all my robes, for the day of vengeance was in my heart, and the year for my redeeming work had come. I looked, but there was no helper, I stared, but there was no one to sustain me. So my own arm brought me victory, and my wrath sustained me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 11, beginning on page 87. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, Deep gloom enshrouds the peoples, but over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. 
Nations will stream to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 2, verses 18 through 29. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These are the words of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your works, your love, faith, service, and patient endurance. I know that your last works are greater than the first. But I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet, and is teaching and beguiling my servants to practice fornication and to eat food sacrificed to idols. I gave her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her fornication. Beware, I am throwing her on a bed, and those who commit adultery with her I am throwing into great distress, unless they repent of her doings, and I will strike her children dead. And all the churches will know that I am the one who searches minds and hearts, and I will give to each of you as your works deserve. But to the rest of you in Thyatira, who do not hold this teaching, who have not learned what some call the deep things of Satan. To you, I say, I do not lay on you any other burden, only hold fast to what you have until I come. To everyone who conquers and continues to do my works to the end, I will give authority over the nations to rule them with an iron rod, as when clay pots are shattered, even as I also received my authority from my father. To the one who conquers, I will also give the morning star. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 16, page 92. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate there is a pool, called in Hebrew Bethsatha, which has five porticos. In these lay many individuals, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, and while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, Stand up, take your mat, and walk. At once the man was made well, and he took up his mat and began to walk. Now that day was a Sabbath, so the Jews said to the man who had been cured, It is the Sabbath, it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. But he answered them, The man who made me well said to me, Take up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Take it up and walk? Now the man who had been healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had disappeared in the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse happens to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Therefore the Jews started persecuting Jesus, because he was doing such things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is still working, and I also am working. For this reason the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him, because he was not only breaking the Sabbath, but was also calling God his own Father, thereby making himself equal to God. I went a little bit longer. Sorry, I went to verse 18. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We continue with the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial 
and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use suffrages set A. They begin just a little lower on page 97. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, amen. I'm going to pause the recording now and, and say personal prayers by name for those who have requested them in my life. I would hope that you will do the same, and then I might perhaps have a few comments on the readings. All right, so the Psalms. These are all Psalms of Ascent. So these are Psalms that, um, and if I'm getting this wrong, y'all just forgive me, but my understanding is these are Psalms that um, Hebrews would sing as they were on pilgrimage, literally ascending the hill to the temple. So I love that thought, especially because in all three of these, they speak to lifting our eyes up, lifting our eyes to the hills, looking for help, knowing that our help comes from God, lifting our eyes to God himself, who's enthroned in the heavens. And I think it is particularly beautiful that we can see God in the world around us when we lift our eyes to him he opens them, he clears our vision, he allows himself to be seen. And so that's a prayer of mine for us, that we allow ourselves to see God and we pray that our vision can be cleared so that we can see him at work in us. A friend of mine asked me today um, to pray to see the blessing and a couple challenges that have come my way lately. And so I pray that too. For, for us to lift our eyes to God and see blessing where we might first have seen challenge. Our, um, our Hebrew Bible reading from Isaiah 
is kind of a tough one for me. Um, my commentary here says that during the 6th through the 4th centuries BCE, Edom disintegrated as it was a place as it was displaced by Arabian tribal groups that formed, formed the Nabataean kingdom. The Isaiah article, oracle, excuse me, I'm tongue-tied today, explains the Edomite decline as a deliberate act of the Lord. So this imagery, as you might have guessed, of crimson garments and, and treading the wine press is is um, metaphoric for garments stained with blood as God destroys this people. Um, here's what I think. Again, as you all know, not based in any kind of research or theology, although I would love to be able to spend more time in theological research, but this is just my personal opinion about this passage, that we can take hope even in this, because God is destroying one thing to make another thing new. So the destroyed grapes in the wine press make new wine, which then in turn matures into good wine. And so my prayer from this passage, as it relates particularly to my life in this season, is that God really squishes every last ounce of life out of the grapes, out of my blood, out of, out of Christ's blood, that nothing is wasted and all is used into the next iteration that we are becoming. Amen. Our New Testament reading, um, Revelation. So in, in another study that I've been doing In the context of spiritual discernment, the author speaks about um, there being angels of the churches, that each institution has a spiritual force which can be described as an angel, and it can either be for good or for evil, or um, as in this case, it kind of, it seems definitely that they're there are forces both evil and good at work in the church in Thyatira. And he speaks almost as we would when we are like um, providing feedback to someone. Uh, he's, he speaks first about what's going well, what's what the church in Thyatira and its angel are doing well. I know your works, your love, your faith, your service, and your patient endurance. I know that your last works are greater than the first. But then he goes on to say, but I have this against you, that you are, and all of, all of this stuff about Jezebel and the fornication and adultery, this is all metaphorical for cheating on the Lord by worshiping other gods. And that's pretty common in... Um, in Hebrew use of, of metaphor to describe idolatry and worshiping other gods. So I think there is something there for us today. I mean, you know, I don't want to sound like the broken record or sound trite, that anything that we are putting before God is in fact idolatry. But I was having this conversation with a friend of mine the other day too. Um, both of us have had 
people in our lives that were addicted and the addiction becomes itself an idol because it's put before God. And so just, you know, that was the, one of the major warning flags um, before I threw myself in a pit in my own life was that um, a relationship in my life had come between me and God. If it's not drawing you to God, if it's blocking you from God, that's a pretty clear sign that it's not of God. It's not of a godly spiritual persuasion and it can be it can be tough and and the woman who's metaphorically called Jezebel I don't believe her name was actually Jezebel but they are comparing her to Jezebel Um, her children are not really her children they are her followers and it's tough it's tough in our churches in our workplaces in our homes even to dissuade both ourselves and others from following ungodly things and how tough is it to speak up in a gracious and godly way to someone in one of your communities when you see them going off in a direction that is leading them away from God that's a tough one I um, I really kind of wish that, that Revelation went on here, that there was a, a, another paragraph here that says how to do that, you know? I mean, I find encouragement that she, this Jezebel woman was given time to repent, that those who are following her will be in great distress unless they repent. Like, there are chances there. There are chances and second chances and, and however many And that is reassuring to me because we are all at times the Jezebel or the Jezebel followers, whether intentionally or not. And so I'm glad to hear that we're not just doomed for all eternity. But I also, I want to know how we lead away from false teachings, from Jezebel, so to speak, and back to God. So maybe that should be my prayer here. Lord, show us how to gently and lovingly redirect away from false teachings and idolatry and back to you, both ourselves and our own hearts, and also other beloved children of God around us. How do we do this with compassion, Lord? Show us the way. I feel moved at the moment, probably because I've just been a little discombobulated. I didn't sleep well last night, and I've been very tired and kind of foggy today, to ask for your forgiveness and grace and for the grace of the Holy Spirit that if I've misspoken about anything tonight or if anything I've, or this morning rather, um, or if anything I've said is offensive, please just forgive me. Reach out to me and tell me if you'd like, and May the grace and love of the Holy Spirit step in and and correct any words that I have used wrongly or that have been twisted by the Spirit between their leaving my mouth and reaching your ears. I pray all this in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, so our gospel reading is about healing and the healing of of the... um, man who'd been ill for 38 years and then and stands up and 
and carries his mat away. And you know, I read on a little bit longer than I should have perhaps when we talked about working on the Sabbath as well. And I'm reminded again that God's time is not our time and that Sabbath isn't necessarily the human made Sunday and timing. At least that's my personal belief. So I'm glad that God's work can be done at any time and God's Sabbath can be had at any time. At least, um, at least for me. I'm grateful. I don't honestly have a whole lot to say about our gospel reading today. Um, except perhaps that I think that it's very interesting that Jesus answers, asks the question, do you want to be made well? I'm going to close this up um, with communal prayer for all of us. Thank you very much for being here with me. Lord, I pray that our eyes are lifted to you and that they are open and that you give us sight to see you and see your works that we may follow you. Give us the courage and the grace to compassionately follow you and lead others to you, to heal in your name, to claim the powers that you have bestowed on us through your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue with the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road.
May God's blessing be with us always. Amen.